Hey there, I'm Jesse, and you're listening to the Deep Lore Boys podcast, where me, Matthew, and Jackson delve into the random, rare, and often ridiculous pieces of human history. Phoenix Jones is like just a guy who became a superhero. Police surrounded the tree and he <laughs> threw pine cones and branches at them. A San Jose Sharks player threw a three foot leopard shark onto the ice. <laughs> <laughs> On our little private Discord that we have where we share articles that we're going to talk about on the podcast back and forth, there's been this one sitting in the archives for ages now called The Legend of the Octopus, and I have just been waiting. I have been waiting. I've been salivating every time we sit down to record waiting to talk about this one. I I don't know anything about it other than I think somebody threw an octopus onto an ice rink at a hockey game and, yep. and earned the name <laughs> Legend of the Octopus. <laughs> and I just really want to know. I, I just oh. really want to know what happened here. Can can we please go over this? For those of you who don't know, I'm actually a huge sports fan outside the podcast. I'm a huge Bills and Sabres fan being from Buffalo. A lot of sports teams have weird traditions. I think the Bills really have it with the table smashing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, I like that, that is, tradition a lot. Yeah, the only the only tradition, the only sports tradition that I can think of that might be cooler than the table breaking is the Detroit Red Wings who throw octopi onto the ice. Um, technically it's octopuses. Is okay. it not octopi? It's, it's not octopi is not a real word. Oh, it's octopuses are the actual word. Darn. Well, they throw those guys, dead octopuses, out onto the ice rink. Why do they do that? This story goes all the way back to 1952, back when there were only really six teams in the NHL. And the Detroit Red Wings were in the playoffs, and they had to win eight games to win the Stanley Cup. Well, these brothers, they were um, store owners in a Detroit market, and they had an octopus. And they decided that for good luck, because octopi have eight games... or eight arms. Eight octopuses arms, eight have eight arms, and there were eight games that they had to win. They decided to throw one onto the ice. <laughs> As you do. That'll do it, you know. One win for each arm. We got So they it. just went yeah. to the game and yeeted some octopuses onto the ice. I mean, did it work? It did. They ended yes. up beating the Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. It, no, um, it totally did. And they won the did. 1952 Stanley Cup. Wow. Holy. Yeah, so the octopus saved them. That's what did it. <laughs> and since then, since 1952, uh, the tradition has been maintained. At a 1995 game, at one single game, fans threw 36 octopuses, including <laughs> one that weighed 38 pounds. A 38-pound so like, octopus is not a small animal. No, that's, that's like a small <laughs> child. And octopuses have, like, no bones. There's nothing to them. That is so a imagine big that octopus. Big enough that it was 38 pounds. Can you imagine being the poor Zamboni driver? You're like, oh, I gotta Dude. stop, gotta clean up the octopus up the on the octopus. ice. How, how do you even pick one up weighing 38 pounds? Like, that's a lot. How uh, do you smuggle an octopus into a sports stadium? <laughs> oh, they, they found ways to do it. Well, that's a better it. question. Okay, if the... fans manage to throw 36 octopuses onto the ice, that means, like, you know, 36 octopuses were smuggled in. That's just the ones we know about. Like, there were yeah. probably others that were caught by security, and they were like, hey, you can't be bringing an octopus into the... into the." Or hey, maybe gosh. they could. I don't know. It's not yeah, a they weapon. Ha- there's maybe no way the fine. security missed a 38-pound <laughs> octopus. Like, 
Do you know how heavy that actually is? Yeah, like, that's where a, do you put that? That is a hefty animal. That's heavier than Scout. Now, they don't just throw octopuses onto the ice. Oh. In uh, 1995, over 40 years later, they didn't just throw <laughs> octopuses onto the ice. They also threw lobsters, dead fish... <laughs> And other oh. objects. It doesn't even bother oh, specifying. Dead just, fish oh, is just no. nasty. They just threw any sort of seafood they could onto well, the ice. I, okay, I understand the octopus because eight arms, eight games. Yeah, it was yeah, a tradition. A dead but like, fish is just gross. That's just distasteful. Can you imagine they just hit them with the full seafood platter? Just like <laughs> dump the, sh- the popcorn the shrimp, shrimp on there. <laughs> oh. oh, but it's not even just Red Wings fans. <laughs> In 2007, a San Jose Sharks player threw a three-foot leopard shark onto the ice. (laughs) Dude, Dude. this sounds like something Vector would do. How did he get a three-foot leopard shark? Firstly, how did he get one? (laughs) Yeah, where did he get it? How did he get one into the stadium? How did he get it out and tossed onto the ice? (laughs) I, I genuinely don't know how you sneak a three foot shark. I, I, a leopard shark. How did he get his hands on a dead leopard shark? <laughs> Dude, this really has to make you question your effectiveness as an organization, like security wise, when somebody manages to sneak in a three foot leopard shark and hurl uh, that out There's the no ice. way that, the, they, uh, that they were trying to stop that. They had to have seen it and just said, eh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Dude, you, can, you go then, through those x-rays, <laughs> they're going to see a shark no, in his backpack. Like, then, then when the Anaheim Ducks were playing the Nashville Predators in 2017, no. one of the Nashville Predators fans threw a skinned duck onto the ice. Oh! <laughs> oh. Dude, in 2017, same year, some guy threw a catfish out of the yeah. ice and he was escorted out of the arena they didn't do that to the guy no, who threw the what? shark what man you should be able to get away with everything back in 2007 yeah another boring there no you oh, can't they... throw a shark onto the ice i guess they they went full-blown sweden gavel goat here and they tried to crack down on this stuff pittsburgh in 2008 really cracked down on uh octopus sales and like fish markets and they required identification from some of the uh, customers who purchased octopuses to see if they were from Michigan and they were supposed to deny octopus sales to them. Did they deny leopard seal? Or not leopard seal, that would have been different. <laughs> leopard, leopard shark. seal. <laughs> just take out a whole seal and just roll it down onto the... <laughs> Uh, you know what? Actually, uh, I don't want to loop back to that. You raised an interesting question. Where do you get the three-foot leopard Yeah, shark? they don't just like, sell those at <laughs> seafood markets. Must have planned like, this. How did he get his hands on one? How do you carry in a Not shark? Not only is it hard to smuggle <laughs> in, but is it also going to smell? Walking through the city and you have a shark peeking out your backpack. What are you, you're just like, ah, oh, good morning, officer. Good morning. Keep on, like, what do you say? Imagine being the new hire, the new guy on security that didn't know what to do because you weren't trained for this. And so you okayed the guy taking his emotional support leopard shark into the <laughs> into the arena. Dude, and I then you I hear later, like, emotional support shark. Is that what you're trying to pass it off as? I mean, I don't know what else you say. Like, I don't know. I just, I found the shark on 
my way here and I thought it was cool, so I wanted to bring <laughs> yeah, it in. Maybe nice. he could have said it was a stuffed animal, but I don't even know if that... Ain't no way you're going to pass it off as a stuffed shark. animal. It smells like a shark. It had to have gone through a, a metal detector. I, I, yeah, probably. which means somewhere out there there's an x-ray of a human skeleton carrying a shark. Man, how do you think he threw it? Did he get it in like javelin position? Did he just spin around and around and? Yeah, when they have those like those t-shirt cannons and they like they like put like the wrapped up t-shirts and they fire them out. (laughs) That's like he like stole one of those and pumped it in the gun and fired it. That's what I'm saying, man. Vector moment. Bro got the shark loaded up in a crossbow and just (laughs) sent it out. (laughs) He snipes one of the enemy players. Well, now the Detroit Red Wings have like stuffed animals and stuff that they sell. For, that you can hurl onto this, the ice for this octopus event. Yes, it's now like become like an official mascot logo thing. I believe their mascot now is a purple octopus. Yeah, he is. His name is Al. Wikipedia says that uh, it's widely accepted as part of the team's lore, and fans have developed various techniques and octopus etiquette for launching creatures onto the ice. Well, there you have it, folks. That's the legend of the octopus for you. It did not disappoint. I've waited so long to talk about this, and. I'm so glad we did. I'm glad we did too, man. This is there's a lot more lore here than I thought there was. All right, fellas. So, uh, you know, you may you may not believe it. Uh, the elites don't want you to know this, but superheroes are real. Okay, they they exist. They're not just fictitious beings in your comic books and uh, movies. They are real. They're out there. And Phoenix Jones was one such case, perhaps the most notorious case. To give you an idea of what we're going to be going over here, I'm just going to like spill the beans and tell you basically the story right here. Phoenix Jones is like just a guy who became a superhero and he like, you know, put on the body armor and went and fought crime in the streets. And uh, well, he met a he met a strange fate, but we'll get to that. <laughs> he, he did a bit of a goofy He was born Benjamin John Francis Fodor in 1988 in Texas. He was born. Um, Today is his birthday. Oh, wow. Today we are recording this is his birthday. Oh, my land. It was destiny. Jackson's birthday. Dude, we were bound to discuss this. He was born a day after I I was. And several years prior. And several, several years (laughs) earlier. (laughs) Wow. Dude, happy birthday. So, yeah, Phoenix Jones was a, uh, he was a, a dedicated uh, bringer of justice. He basically decided um, that the police weren't doing enough in the area. He, uh, his car was broken into and his son was injured. And Jones said that several people were there, saw the break-in, but did nothing. Uh, his friend was assaulted and he kept thinking, why doesn't anybody help? People are just standing by and watching crime run rampant in the streets. It's like literally Gotham City out here. Phoenix Jones knew what needed to be done. And this was in Seattle, right? Yeah, in Seattle. Just to put the setting down. It's not quite Gotham, but it's close. He he donned the mask and, and the Phoenix Jones suit. He adopted the name Phoenix Jones. And if I'm not mistaken, nobody knew at this time who he actually was they just knew oh, he him. kept it a secret like he kept it a secret he kept his yeah can we just admire the drip it's actually swag i don't know more... who made this costume for him but it actually looks cool this guy's more decked out than the medieval knight in the mega bubble gas detector spray bottles <laughs> yeah for real bro i'm not sure we should put a picture up or something this guy has 
the hair ever. <laughs> I will I will give him that. There's the a Lego like, time. There were Lego figures back in the day in like uh, 2007 and eight. Um, and they they had, they had like, like a that. cut like that. Um, Zane <laughs> yeah. actually has it in the Lego Ninjago show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 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 If they ever yeah, made a Lego got... figure of Phoenix Jones, that would be what he would be. He's absolutely got that Lego piece cut. Shout out to his barber for real. Uh, can we get the Phoenix Jones custom Lego piece? He developed a full costume, and you know, took on the superhero name and everything. Uh, it says here on the Wikipedia that he had a dragon skin brand and bulletproof vest. A dragon. It's not actual dragon skin. No, the the type of bulletproof vest is called dragon and stab skin. plating. <laughs> so this is literally like right yeah, out of the so dark was, night because yeah, of like his that. suit here gives him like full bulletproof stab proof abilities. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's literally unkillable. Uh, and then he also has <laughs> he's got nether right armor. Yeah, he got. <laughs> he has a stun baton, pepper spray, and handcuffs, as well as a first aid kit on him at all times. Gotta have the uh, first aid kit. Uh, so yeah, this guy was decked out. Definitely not the type of person you just want to jump on the street. Uh, he was, no, he was a force yeah. of nature. <laughs> he was ready. So there's a whole bunch of stories on Wikipedia here of different incidents that Phoenix Jones was involved in. So the first one here, on Sunday, January 2nd, 2011, uh, Phoenix Jones, he stopped and chased away a car thief as the car owner, who was only identified as Dan, stood by in shock. So you just, I don't know, this guy must have walked outside, seen somebody robbing his car, and then you just hear, hey! And Phoenix Jones runs Phoenix out of the shadows. Phoenix Jones up there and... running with his, with his uh, mega bubble gas leak detector. <laughs> what does that mean? I... Yeah. What does that mean, Jackson? You've never heard of Hercules' mega bubble gas leak detector spray bottle? Not particularly. Okay. Later that year, Phoenix Jones doused a man with pepper spray after he attempted to steal a bus. <laughs> Uh, the driver of the bus had been handing out flyers, and another guy just hopped in and tried to steal it, and Jones did not let him get far. He painted oh, no, him orange sir. with the dyed pepper spray, and it, the Wikipedia calls out the police, saying that it took them hours to respond to the incident. So, Phoenix could Jones we, hadn't uh, been there. Can we just discuss how dumb this uh, this bus hijacker was? Like, first of all, like if you're going to try to steal any vehicle, a bus is like the worst one to steal because like there's so many people there just like it's out in the open. But not even that, like there's people on the bus. And then on top of that, Phoenix Jones is not exactly hard to miss. Like, I don't know when exactly he <laughs> yeah, did the bus driver uh, just like <laughs> cowl, see Phoenix but... Jones there on the bus and they're like, ah, the superhero ain't going to stop me. Yeah, <laughs> like... what did he What did he do? Okay, well, I... that tells me one of two things. Either he saw Phoenix Jones on the bus and was like, those darn cosplayers, huh. probably a Silly. weed. Or yeah. he didn't see him, which means he didn't like check the bus at all. There could have been like got on the bus, on the bus and went for it. Could have been like I don't know, Snake Eyes from GI Joe yeah. in there, and still would have been taken down. We do have to, uh, you know, with all the good that Phoenix Jones did, we have to tell one of his um less flattering tales, Uh-oh. where um he he was in fact arrested. Oh, was uh, this on October ninth, two thousand eleven? October ninth, uh, involving some pepper spray. You see, mm. there were some some friends, uh, two groups of friends leaving a nightclub. And there was a, a little scuffle, okay? It was less of a scuffle and a more kerfuffle? of some playful banter, if you will. 
but I Phoenix like Jones yeah. on the search on the search for danger and crime was determined to break up any any problems that there might be. So oh. he promptly uh, ran into the minor kerfuffle and pepper sprayed them. <laughs> um, oh, he was arrested for attacking them he jumped um, the gun a little bit yeah he apparently opened by just saying i'm a superhero <laughs> and then pepper spray no. he ran and just i'm a superhero <laughs> dude and then wait, jones wait, wait. was released on bail only hours later with no charges dude. they let him go so on tuesday may 1st 2012 a blogger reported that phoenix jones had pepper sprayed protesters in downtown seattle they were uh black block protesters which they wear black clothing ski masks scarves i'm reading this for the first time uh i don't know what they're protesting but they were protesting and they were going to bomb the courthouse or at least that's what phoenix jones thought yeah several people i guess confided in phoenix jones while he was undercover or something i i don't know that uh they were going to put a bomb in the courthouse so he and another member of the Avengers of Seattle intercepted the protesters at the courthouse. And I don't know. Wikipedia is really cagey on this one. It doesn't say whether or not there was a bomb. I don't think there was. I think that they just stood in the courthouse as well as El Caballero and Midnight Jack. Yeah, uh, and they, they just stood, stood there. there and defended the courthouse as people threw rocks at them. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so they stood guard, and I bet you the bombers were just standing outside looking for an opening, but they couldn't get in there. They couldn't with get in. Then he stopped the a stabbing, dude. He stopped yeah, a he stabbing March twenty seventh, twenty fifteen. He was somehow in Connecticut. Oh man, I thought this bus driver was unlucky. No, this guy's even oh, more happened? unlucky. All right, so uh, Phoenix Jones was going to be a speaker at a library just before. A man decided it would be a good idea to stab someone, um, and he he prevented the stabbing and grappled the man until Wait. police officers arrived. Man, so Phoenix Jones has actually done quite a bit. I mean, granted, this isn't, you know, like Batman levels of superheroism where he's like fighting off 18 guys and saving a hospital. But like, man, he's did he's done some cool stuff. But eventually he joined the Avengers, if you may, or the Seattle version <laughs> of the Avengers. The Seattle Avengers. Forgive me. The Avengers, but good. But good. <laughs> but better. But better. But You've real. heard of Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Now you already heard Seattle's, Seattle's. <laughs> uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> he eventually joined the Rain City superhero movement. And uh, yeah. he wasn't, of course, the only superhero in this group. No, they had Thorn. They had the Green Reaper, the Mantis. My favorite superhero here is No Name. No, <laughs> no Name. name. <laughs> what about Catastrophe or Thunder yeah. 88? I like that somebody named Red Dragon has claimed to be a part of the group, <laughs> but nobody really the knows. The Rain City superhero movement, though, we need to give context for it. This was the Avengers of Seattle, basically. Uh, it was just composed of people who, like Phoenix Jones, put on cool costumes and fought crime. And uh, they, they actually did intervene in crimes on many cases. They did. Uh, the police maintained they would prefer 
that uh, individuals other than sworn officers not place themselves in danger and act as good witnesses instead. But that did not stop the likes of Phoenix Jones, Thorn, Buster Doe, Grim Reaper, no, Green Reaper, sorry, (laughs) Uh, No Name, Thunder 88. They were all they were all on the scene and allegedly Red Dragon. But, you know, we can't can't vote for him. So I've got to bring this up because it's kind of important. When asked if he would have somebody arrested for smoking marijuana, Phoenix Jones said it was kind of a low priority, and he didn't really have a problem with people using drugs, but he had a problem with drug dealers selling stuff in his part of town. He wanted them to, you know, take the business elsewhere. And uh, that that didn't age well. <laughs> I would say it, I would say it, uh, it set the scene. It's, yeah, uh, really... Set the stage for the rest of the story here. Yeah, I think I think unfortunately it's time to go over his um the controversy, if you may, of this character, the um the low point. Hey uh Matt, you wanna you wanna take this one? Mm. Well you see, Jones was arrested um the first time after using pepper spray to break up a fight that didn't happen. Uh he was he was released though after seven hours. Uh I'm a superhero. Thirty eight hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. in bail. Yeah. That one. <laughs> the case was dropped. Uh nothing to worry about. And then and then January 9th, twenty twenty. Uh yes. It all went down the drain. The dark ages for selling methylene methyl- dioxymethamphetamine. Which yes. is Whoa. the longest word I have ever read. He was arrested for selling that to an undercover police officer. And at the time of his arrest, police alleged that he and his accomplice were in possession of four grams of cocaine as well. So, so um, the the tragic reveal <laughs> is that Phoenix Jones, in fact, was um not exactly fighting crime entirely out of a good heart. You see, he uh, well, he was a drug dealer. And oh, he was no. fighting the crime to keep the other dealers away so that, that he would have more. <laughs> Is that what he was doing? A, yeah, basically. He was beating up his competition? Yep, he was taking out the competition. So yeah, that was the tragic fate of Phoenix Jones. Uh, what uh, a blow. All those kids going to sleep at night after reading their Phoenix Jones comic books, looking up at the stars and saying... I could be a superhero one day. I could join the Seattle Avengers and be just like Phoenix Jones. Only to Man. find out that uh, he's the super villain. Yeah, he never the meet your heroes the whole time. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. It also makes me wonder how much of this was actually like faked. Because like that that guy that hijacked the bus, like they never caught him. So what I'm wondering is like, could they have just like faked the fact that it was pepper spray, and then they're like, oh yes, like you hijacked the bus, and then I'll just like sit in the back there, because like Phoenix Jones ended up stumbling across a lot of crimes that were like convenient for him to like stop at the moment. You know what I'm saying? He was on the hunt. Hmm. Yeah, mean, he, he was, was on the hunt, searching for crime. I don't know. I I don't think it's too unreasonable. It definitely seemed to be a passion project of his. And if you look at him too, there's a picture of him on Wikipedia here. Uh, he was at an MMA event. He's he's built like yeah. this guy was dangerous. Like he knew how to fight. At least yeah. it seems. No, he was he was definitely not just like some weeb that showed up. He wasn't your average katana user. He could do what he was doing. Uh, it's just a shame that he was also selling drugs. Now, I don't know. It, I don't know. I guess once you start selling drugs, there's not... <laughs> I could go on the on the, <laughs> the thin ice that is like, oh, well, he wasn't selling that many drugs. It's not that bad. I mean, it was well, a little was bit. Still guys, 
I don't know if he was selling drugs before he became Phoenix Jones or if he started to after he realized that, you know, fighting crime doesn't pay the bills. I, I hate to move on too quickly, but I discovered a new lore article in this one. This was also in Seattle. Phoenix Jones attempted to help, but police uh, told him no. Uh, and it'll make sense soon. March 22nd, 2016. Uh-oh. A man climbed... I, I can say his name. It's right on the wiki. His name is Cody Lee Miller. Climbed up a, a sequoia tree. An 80-foot-tall sequoia tree. He climbed right up into the top. And this tree is in the middle of the city. It's not just out in the woods. Like It's, it's a tree there in the city. He climbed up to the top and refused to come down. Oh, no. And Why did he refuse to come down? Was it that he couldn't get down? He refused. Oh, he refused <laughs> to come down? He could get down. Police surrounded the tree and tried to coax him down. And he <laughs> threw pine cones and branches at the... <laughs> <laughs> as well as why of fruit. <laughs> he just started throwing things at them and yelling at them um apparently uh it resulted in the whole area being like gridlocked and they had to like block off all the streets everybody had to go around oh i thought this yeah. was in like the middle of a forest no no, no. this was in the middle this of the city this is in the middle of the yeah. city <laughs> the it's city. next to a macy's it was streamed live. Was oh wait, I'm seeing the article <laughs> here. It. Okay, then to what? to end it all up, <laughs> after 24 hours, he descended the tree on his own. He just decided it was time to come down. What? He was given food, taken to the hospital, and charged with first degree malicious, malicious mischief. mischief? <laughs> what does that mean? What and do you third mean? Degree what was malicious about this mischief? Probably the part where he threw pine cones. I don't know. He was found incompetent uh, to stand trial after a psychiatric competency evaluation. So he was not well in the head. Wait, did he fail the psychiatric care? Yeah, so they didn't didn't have him on trial because he he was not healthy. Okay, I thought this was just the most based man of all time. He was like just enjoying nature enough that he decided to stay in the top of that tree and no one could get him down. He was just meditating up there. If he wanted left, to do but... that, that's fine. But no, he was just up there throwing pine cones at people. Okay. They evaluated that he inflicted or dealt, if you will, seven thousand eight hundred dollars worth of damage to the to the tree. He did what? Typically, when what? someone what did he like, do to the tree? It's a tree. Yeah. Typically, when someone inflicts damage, it implies the fact that like that money will go to fixing it. But like, I don't really know how you fix that. You. You could have blown that tree out of the ground. You could have burned it to ash, and it still would not have been worth $8,000 in damages. What did he do to this tree? Dude, each sequoia pine cone is worth $1,000. He Wait, threw really? seven of them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, how's Phoenix Jones involved in this? Uh, he, upon hearing about this, it was like, I can save him. And the police were like, nah. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no, nah, it's okay. Stay and they told one. him not to, uh, they, they didn't let him in apparently. Oh, unfair. I bet Phoenix, Phoenix Jones, Jones would have, can you imagine it. if he just climbed up the tree? Yeah. And like fought him out. I'm a superhero. Ah. <laughs> Phoenix. That's when he reveals that he can fly the whole time. He just, oh, that's why they call him Phoenix Jones. They don't oh. call him Phoenix for nothing. He burns the tree down. Yeah, doing it. 
That's awesome. Oh, yeah, the man in the tree. Uh, he he went up there and came back down and was charged with first degree malicious mischief. Malicious mischief. If you look at the pictures of him, he just looks like he's vibing up there. Kind of feel yeah, bad. I feel I feel bad for him. Honestly, this isn't like a very. This isn't something I just want to laugh at him because like he's clearly in need of some help. No, actually, that's really cool. So instead of taking him to jail, uh, they actually just got him some therapy and got him a psychiatrist, which okay. honestly I think is the much better option. Hey again, it's Jesse. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Deep Lore Boys podcast. If you had fun, please share this episode with one of your non-reptilian friends, and we'll see you next time. Until then, I hope your day is nothing short of interesting. Take care. I'm going to go post that one on Twitter.com.